Amen. Thank the Lord for the privilege to be back with you folks this evening. Sorry I couldn't make it last week. He was caught in traffic at that wreck out there at Cold Run. And hate to hear that somebody lost their life that night. That night. Y'all pray for that family. Uh, but thank God he's blessed us to be back here tonight. Amen. Thank God for the songs that were sung. And thank God for each one of you uh, that's made it your way here. Be with us this evening. Pray that you sit much in prayer for me tonight. That be able to bring to you God's word. Be able to bring to you what God has put upon our heart this evening. It was... I was sitting there, and it's it's always amazing to me. I don't know why it is, but it just it's always amazing when you see God begin to move the hearts of people that you have not talked to, mm. uh, that you have not mentioned nothing about what's on your mind, then they get up and say the things that they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin, it's happened to me so many times, and I I thank God for that. That's just confirmation that. You know, you you go, you wonder sometimes, Randall. Lord, is this really the message that these folks need to hear? Sometimes I don't get it right, folks. Sometimes I preach messages, Tyler, and they didn't get it, and it wasn't the message they needed to hear. And you just, just God just did not get not move the way that you wanted Him to move. And and sometimes you get uh, you just got to get out of God's way and let God work His work sometimes. But I thank God that He begins to. Uh, do what he does, and he's God, and beside him there's none other tonight. I thank God. Friend, God's always good. Uh, one in seven of Nahum said, The Lord is good, a stronghold in a day of trouble, and he knoweth them uh, that trust in him. Thank God he knows who I am tonight. Amen. Uh, 34 and 8, the book of Psalms said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Uh, listen, blessed is the man that trusteth in him, folks. God's always good tonight. Never forget that. When trouble comes your way and trials comes your way and it seems like that everything's falling apart, understand and know this, God is always good. Uh, Listen, no matter how bad the situation or circumstances may be, God is always good. And friend, God's always right. Uh, Listen, we may may, uh, mess up sometimes, we may get it wrong, uh, but God is always right. 18.25 of Genesis, Abraham said, Shall not the judge of all the earth... He's going to do right, friend. God is always right. Uh, listen, even when the world says he's not right, even when uh, you've been told it goes this way or that way, uh, listen, God does not need held up. God does not need propped up. Uh, listen, God just needs trusted and obeyed this season. As they sing that song so many times. But let the Lord say amen tonight. Amen. In the 33rd chapter of the book of Ezekiel, uh, the 33rd chapter of the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel is the 26th book in your Bible. Got 48 chapters in it. 1,273 verses. This man would begin to pin down. Uh, to give you and I another glimpse, uh, book of Ezekiel, uh, listen, probably what you what most people know about the book of Ezekiel is chapter 37. Uh, listen, verses 1 through 15. I was talking to Kevin the other night, friend, that Verse 37, Tyler goes past verse 15 if they just read a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't like to hear the other part of that. It's from 1 through 15. That's all they worry about, about the valley of dry bones. But it goes past that. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, preach the message one time about those two sticks that you can find. If you read past verse 15, you'll find that there's Amen. two sticks. And, and friend, uh, 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 listen, no matter what you believe tonight, God is not through with Israel. No. He's still got a plan for Israel, but that's another time and another day for that. Uh, but listen, in the 33rd chapter of the book of Ezekiel this evening, begin just one verse tonight. Uh, the 33rd chapter opens up with uh, God beginning to say, put your watchman out there on a the wall. And that watchman, if he sees a sword coming, he blows a trumpet, 
uh, then if you step outside the ark of safety and you get killed, uh, then the blood's on your head. But, but if the watchman sees the sword come and he don't blow the trumpet and then you lose your life, uh, then the blood will be held at the hand of that watchman. That's what preachers, uh, uh, that's what we are this evening. God has placed us up on a wall. Uh, listen, to sound the trumpet, to warn the people that judgment's coming, friend. There's a storm brewing out there that is going to overtake this land in just a little while. I don't know when that's going to be. God don't give us a time or date, but he does give us some circumstances that's going to lead up to that Amen. if we'll just read what God's Word has got to say. Uh, listen, uh, what Kevin said there, what a call. Listen, the thoughts on my mind tonight uh, is the philosophy of God. Uh, listen, can we know about how God thinks sometimes? Uh, uh, we can't know the mind of God, Isaiah says, uh, uh, that his his ways and thoughts is as high above ours as uh, the heavens is above the earth. But at the same time, uh, uh, we can look and study, Kevin, of how God does things. Yeah. Uh, and we can learn a little bit about the philosophy uh, of God this evening. You see, friend, uh, I'll listen here in chapter 33. Uh, uh, drop down to verse 11. God is beginning to talk uh, uh, to this man, Ezekiel. Uh, and he's telling Ezekiel, I want you to go do something. For me, buddy, I want you to go and you tell the people what I've got to say to you and how I feel about them tonight. Let us read verse 11 this evening. I've been the Lord's business. I bring you what God has put up on our heart tonight. Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 11. The Bible reads like this This is God speaking to Ezekiel. Say unto them, As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked uh, but that the wicked turn from his way and live uh, turn ye uh, turn ye from your evil ways uh, for why will ye die O house uh, of Israel. I begin to think Kevin as you look at, at those scriptures right there you see uh, that God through the prophet of Ezekiel uh, is giving some illumination. He's shedding some light. Uh, listen upon how God looks uh, listen how his attitude is about the wickedness out there in this world. God's word, friend, will illuminate our minds. It will change our attitudes about the things in life if we will just take heed and listen and learn what God's word's got to say. God will teach us a holiness in this life if we'll just listen to him this evening. I begin to Thank you today as I was sitting there at school. I listen and begin to pondering upon this scripture and begin to think about. You think back now what Satan done when he introduced a wickedness into this world. Way back in the book of Genesis, when Satan was sitting there, he was patient enough to wait on Eve. He was patient enough to wait for the right time uh, for him to strike uh, and for him to inject uh, uh, that poison into Eve's heart. Uh, uh, listen, realize tonight, friend, uh, uh, the devil is patient enough uh, uh, to wait uh, on you, uh, uh, listen, to get you uh, at the right point uh, when you are at your weakest and at your vulnerable state, uh, and he'll point every gun of hell against you. Uh, uh, listen, if he's got to wait 20 years, Kevin, uh, he's patient enough to wait. Yes, sir, buddy.
That's right. You're right. Oh, I begin to think, what was the reason the devil brought a weakness into this world? Uh, you remember, uh, uh, listen, when Satan come, uh, uh, Satan never told Eve there is no God. Uh, uh, Satan never told Eve God is not righteous. Uh, uh, what Satan done uh, is he planted that little seed of doubt. Uh, uh, listen, in Eve's mind, uh, surely, uh, uh, listen, uh, uh, God did not actually mean for you to do this. Uh, surely it ain't going to be exactly what God said. Uh, uh, you see, when the devil come, uh, he had one. One item of agenda. One item on his agenda this evening. And Jesus tells us what that is in 10 and 10 of the book of John. He said, The thief cometh not before to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's what Satan wants to do with your life and my life this evening. Listen, if not for the grace of God, if not for the mercy of God, listen, we'd have no hope in this world. We have no hope, uh, uh, listen, in making heaven our home uh, if it wasn't for the grace and the mercy Amen. of God. Uh, oh, listen, but the devil, when he brought wickedness uh, into this world, what was his mind said? Uh, you see, friend, uh, he wanted to get back at God uh, because of the exile uh, that God had performed upon him uh, when he kicked him out of heaven. Uh, uh, listen, the devil knew he couldn't get back at God. Uh, he couldn't get to God. So what was his plan, Kevin? I would go and I would attack the very creation of God. I can't get to God, but I can get to what God took time out. You can read in the first chapter of Genesis, there's a lot of things, Randall, that God just spoke into existence. He said, let there be light, and poof, there was light. Listen, let there be land, let there be water, but there are some things he took time out to create. Oh, listen, the Bible says he created the whales, he created the things in the ocean. And listen, you read on it down a little further, Kevin, he had a conversation with somebody there with him. Oh, listen, he said, Let us. Who was God talking to? God was talking to God. Was talking to God. You see, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit was already there before there was ever a beginning. And God began to talk to God. He said, Let us make man in our own image. So, what did God do? God took time out and He stooped down and He began to form man in His own likeness and in His own image. Go to 43 and 1 of the book of book of Isaiah. Listen, the Lord that created Jacob. But what did he do? He created Jacob, Randall. But he formed Israel. Amen. Ain't got time to get into the difference of those two. But listen, and this is what devil had on his mind. I can't touch God. I can't affect God. But I can definitely affect what God created. That's why you and I today friend have so much trouble with the stinking devil in this world because the devil has one thing on his mind he can't get to God so he's going to try to destroy
destroy uh, what God created tonight. And you'll find right here, friend, uh, let's look at the philosophy of God, uh, of how God thinks uh, about the wicked this evening. Number one, let's look at the enjoyment of God. The Bible says right here that God does not delight oh, listen, in sending people to hell. God does not delight in the punishment that he renders on his children. Listen, mommies and daddies, listen, I heard it when I grow up from my mom and them. Listen, Randall, they would tell me I didn't believe them, but this is going to hurt me more than it does you. I didn't believe them then. Uh, but understand today now uh, what they meant by that. Uh, friend, it's no delight. Uh, listen, when a parent has to correct a child in whatever means of correction you deem necessary, uh, listen, it brings no delight in your heart. But you do that uh, because you love that individual and you want them to do better. Uh, when God punishes me, uh, listen, it's no delight for him to do that. I don't delight in either because it don't feel good. Oh, listen. But understand, folks, what does bring God joy, what does bring God, listen, delight, is when we obey what he tells Amen. us to do. Amen. Oh, listen. Thank God today, Kevin. You know more about this than I do. Thank God he, God does not work like our court system does. Listen, our court system today. If you've got enough money or if you know the right person, you can just about get away with anything you do. I know people that has that has legitimately got away with murder. Listen, they never spent the first time listen in jail. They got away with it. Listen, because they knew the right person or they went by the right means to get that lifted from them. Listen, what do you do. I've heard Kevin tell it. What do you do if you get stopped at her and get a ticket? Yeah. This man's going to get a phone call. Probably by you. Hey, brother, well, you could get me out of this. Listen, was you guilty? Yeah, I was guilty, but Kevin, can you call the judge or somebody? Listen, see you do it. Listen, if I get in trouble, I, listen, we do that. That's our nature. But you see, thank God he don't work that way, boys. You can know every single person on planet Earth, past, present, and future. And if you die in your sin, you ain't getting out of the judgment that God's going to pronounce. Oh, listen, thank God he don't work and act like our court system does. Listen, God gets joy. Listen, and when we begin to please him tonight, God does not, listen, like to punish people. Listen, 3 and 9 of 2 Timothy said the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some in class account slackness. But what is he, Randall? He's long-suffering to us. 
word, not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Thank God tonight. What is the enjoyment of God? Is that mankind would trust in his son's sacrifice. Oh, listen. However, friend, there are always some out there that will conclude, listen, that anyone, including God, would assist in a punishment, that they get some type of enjoyment out of that. There's people out there will tell you, preacher, you're wrong. God does like doing those things because look what happened. You talked about the flood about a year ago. Listen, what who done that, preacher? Listen, true, every single thing that happens on planet Earth has got to come by God first. And God had a reason for that. God had a plan for that. And you and I may go through the rest of our life never knowing what God's plan is for that. Uh, Listen, tragedy hits our life. It does. Problems come our way. It sure does. It's got to come by God first, though. And thank God it's that way, Randall. Thank God the devil don't have his way with me. If he was, I wouldn't be standing here tonight. I'd be pushing up daisies out there somewhere. But God loves the enjoyment of God is when he can provide for his children. Oh, listen. Amen. God gets enjoyment when he can bless his people, Kevin. God gets enjoyment, Tyler, uh, when he can give us the assurance uh, uh, that heaven's going to be our home, uh, uh, when he can be our blockade, uh, uh, listen, can be our buckler, uh, uh, listen, when he can be our coach, uh, Tyler, uh, uh, thank God uh, that God will coach us and help us uh, uh, make it through this life. Uh, uh, God gets enjoyment, Kevin, uh, uh, when he can be our defense, uh, uh, listen, uh, uh, to protect us uh, from the things of the world out there. Thank God today, boys. Listen to what the world tries to tell you and what many people try to think. Listen, is they want God to be there for them, Kevin, but in turn they're not willing to serve Him. Amen. Amen. And I'm afraid that's where a lot of church people are at tonight. They want God to be their blessing. They want God to be their protector. They want God to be their defender. They want God to give them the assurance. They want God to be their coach. They want God to be their savior. Listen, only when they find themselves in trouble. And then when everything's going well, they forget all about God. Friend, it don't work that way, boys. 14-8 book of Numbers, uh, when the 12 spies come back uh, and begin to bring the report back to Aaron and Moses. Uh, right. uh, ten of them stood up, Tyler, uh, and said, yep, yeah, boys, it's a good land out there, uh, but there's problems over there uh, that we just can't deal with. Uh, and Joshua and Caleb stood up, uh, uh, rent their clothes. Uh, they saw exactly what the other ten saw. Uh, listen, but they said, wait just a minute. Uh, in verse 8 of chapter 14, uh, if the Lord, Kevin, uh, delight in us uh, uh, that he would give us a land uh, uh, listen uh, a land which floweth uh, uh, with milk and honey verse, day, uh, verse 9 uh, only rebel not uh, against him uh, uh, you see the problem is today uh, is people uh, want God to help them uh, but they're not willing to do anything for God Amen. Oh, you want God to be on your side friend you've got to be a servant of God Amen 
You want to go to heaven? You got to be a child of God. Now listen, God ain't got no grandchildren, folks. God ain't, you can't inherit this thing. Uh, listen, uh, you can't work for this. You can't earn this. Uh, this is something that's a free gift uh, that God has given to all humanity. It's up to them uh, to receive it for themselves. Uh, the enjoyment of God, number two, uh, the end of the wicked. Uh, listen, right now, friend, as a text tells us right here, uh, listen, we wonder, folks, uh, listen, is the wicked going to keep on prospering out there? Jason, is the wicked going to keep on succeeding day after day? It seems like that they are. It seems like that the scum in this world, Kevin, are living better lives than we are right now. Oh, and the devil will bring that to your mind. The devil will show you that. Uh, listen, look how good they're living. Uh, look how good that they're doing out there. Uh, listen, just read to you right there, boys, uh, that God does not delight in the death of the wicked. Uh, but what is going to happen, uh, 100% accuracy, uh, the days of the wicked are what, preacher? Uh, they're numbered. But understand this too, Christian friend. Your days are also numbered. There's a bound set out there, Jason, that you and I are not going to cross, boys. You better get ready. Uh, listen, Jesus is coming back. And if he don't come back in your lifetime, you're going to die. Uh, listen, Amen. I'm going to die. Uh, how you leave this world is the same way you're going to enter into eternity. Uh, listen, Amen. friend, let me assure you this right now. Uh, listen, God is never, is never going to allow the enemy to win. They may think they're winning out there and the devil may do his best to convince them that they are winning. Well, listen, God is not sitting up there, boys, rubbing his hands and scratching his head saying, what am I going to do now, Glenn? God is up there just like he was in the temple standing over in the corner said, boys, you better hurry and get this thing right. I'm a coming back. You better make it right. Well, listen, friend. The Bible said in 2 and 4 of the book of 2 Peter. Let me read it to you what Joe Peter said about what God felt about the wicked. What God thought about sinners then. Listen what it said. For if God spared not the angels that sinned but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment and spared not the old world but saved Noah the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness uh, bringing in uh, the sun to flood upon the world. Uh, listen, all the ungodly uh, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes uh, condemned them with an overthrow, uh, making them an example unto those uh, that after should live ungodly and delivered just lot uh, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked for that righteous man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Listen, if God did not spare his own creation of the angels who knows nothing about salvation, listen, they desire to look into this thing, but they don't know what it's like, Kevin, to be free from sin, to have that deal 
else are plucked off of your life. If God did not spare them and did not spare the world when he had no priest to them, listen, God is not going to spare you and I, friend, if we are not saved by his amazing grace. That's right. Oh, listen, the Bible said in 4 and 4 of James, all oh, you adulterers are adulteresses. Oh, listen, he went on to say that if you are a friend of the world, then you are an enemy with God. The Bible said in 2 and 15, listen to 1 John, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father, Drew, is not in him. For all that is in the world, in verse 16, of the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of the world. Go to the fourth chapter of the book of Matthew, and you'll find when the devil and Jesus had a three-ring boxing match, and what did God do? He blacked his eyes all three rounds. He put a stop to all that is in this world. Thank God he conquered the devil that day, and what did he on Calvary. He conquered death and hell and thank God he went and got the keys of death and hell and gave victory all this and over the grave for you and me. Oh, the end of the wicked friend. Please listen to me. One and two of the book of Nahum said God is jealous. What's that mean, preacher? God is not going to share him himself with nobody. He is going to be your, listen, one and true God, or he ain't going to be yours at all. He's not going to share his throne, his glory, his majesty with anybody. Listen, the Bible says in 1 and 2 of Nahum, the God is jealous, and the Lord revengeth. The Lord revengeth. The Lord is furious. Listen, and he reserveth wrath for who, preacher? He reserveth wrath for his enemies. And who are the enemies of God? Just told you there in 4 and 4 of James. Those that are a friend to this world. Yes. Listen, friend, understand this tonight. Do not, please, please do not mistake the long-suffering of God as weakness and laziness because God is long-suffering and he's not in our eyes and in our time frame punishing the wicked when we think he should. Please do not take the long-suffering of God as him being weak or as him being lazy and him just letting them get away with everything. Listen, nobody's getting away with nothing, friend. Uh, Christians, you are not either. 3 and 16 of Malachi said he's keeping a book of remembrance uh, to them that call on Jesus. Uh, Listen, friend, not only the wills of God's judgment, I've told you before, the wills of God's judgment may grind slow, but they grind sure, friend. Uh, Listen, every one of us, everybody that's listening right now, and those that may listen later, we're everyone going to stand in judgment. And the books are going to be open, Kevin. And another book, which is the Lamb's book of life, and every man's going to be judged out of the things that God has wrote down. Amen. In the book. Good word tonight, buddy. Not only you see the enjoyment of, God, enjoyment of God, the end of the wicked, but you also see here the exhortation of God. Mm-hmm. What do you mean there, preacher? God has given man every possible opportunity. 
to be saved. God has given mankind, uh, uh, listen, a chance, uh, uh, listen, to accept uh, uh, the price his son paid on Calvary. Uh, God pleads continually, friend, uh, uh, listen, with sinners uh, uh, to repent uh, and to be saved. Uh, Listen, if you die and go to hell, listen to me, if you die and go to hell uh, because you did not believe in the death, bro, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, uh, there's no Nobody that you can look at and blame but yourself. That's right. Amen. God has sent songs. God has sent sermons. And God has given scriptures. Time and time and time and time again. Now listen. And what do people still do, Kevin? They'll cry. They'll grip the pew. And they'll turn. And they'll walk right back out the door with God pleading, pleading for them to come and be saved. You don't have to worry about no preacher begging you. You ain't got to worry about no congregation begging you. You've got the God of all glory pleading to you. That's what conviction is. Is God trying to draw you listen to him and accept the price he paid on Calvary's cross, friend. Thank God for the exhortation listen of God this evening. Number four, not only you got the enjoyment of God, the end of the wicked, the exaltation of God exhortation, but also you have the examination of the sinner right here in that verse. What do you mean, preacher? Listen, friend. He asked a rhetorical question. What's a rhetorical question, preacher? It's a question that leads to a point, not an answer. It's a question that's going to make you think and ponder about the situation. You've heard people say, well, listen, don't don't fish swim. Listen, don't bears poop in the woods. I mean, those are rhetorical questions. They're not demon. They're not asking for an answer. Listen, they're directing to a point. And God right here asked a rhetorical question. He said, why will you die, O house of Israel? What else is it going to take? Listen, for God, listen, to do, to pull your sorry hide out of the pit of hell. Let me go ahead and bust your bubble right now, buddy. God ain't doing nothing else. He's already completed and finished the perfect plan. He gave his son, his son gave his life. The way you get to heaven is you receive what God has done for you. Oh, listen, uh, this question is emphasizing uh, why are they continuing to sin? Uh, Moses talked in Deuteronomy. He said, boys, you circled the mountain long enough. It's time for you to quit circling the mountain and turn and head to the top of it. Uh, Listen, how long are you going to wrestle with your problems? How long are you going to try to fix your issues? How's that doing for you, friend? Uh, Listen, as long as you and I have got our fingerprints on it, God can't do nothing with it. Okay, buddy. Not that God won't do anything with it. God can't do anything with it. Why? God can do anything, preacher. Yeah, he sure can. But God will not overstep your will. As long as you're holding on to it, listen, you are limiting what God can do in your life. 
whatever it might be. It's time for as God told Moses, throw it down, big boy. But God, that's my stick. I need my stick. God, Moses, throw it down. Listen, what did God do when Moses threw it down? God changed it. And then God used it. And everywhere Moses took God's rod, it performed a miracle every time. What is it in your life that you're holding on to? It's time we quit wrestling with it and we give it to God, friend. Uh, the enjoyment of God, uh, the end of the wicked, the exhortation of God. Uh, listen, friend, uh, hear me, the examination of the sinner. And now number five, and I'll shut up with this, uh, the effect of sin. What will sin do, preacher? Sin will send your soul to hell. And then hell will be delivered up. Hell is not the end of it, friend. Listen, then death and hell are delivered up. They'll stand before a three times holy God. And then he'll make that pronunciation. Depart from me. And then he'll cast them alive into the lake of fire. Which Amen. is second the second death. death. Listen, friend. Sin does not bring life. As Satan will try to convince one to do it. I mean, hear what the Old Testament says about sin. What does the Old Testament say about sinners? Chapter 18 is the corollary to chapter 33. You'll find things that God's mentioned in chapter 18 and some of the things He mentions in chapter 33 of the book of Ezekiel and they go hand in hand. 18 and 20 of the book of Ezekiel. Listen, the writer says, The soul that sinneth, what? It shall die. Where's hope out there, preacher? Have you sinned? I sure have. Under the law, there is no hope. Uh, Listen, 3 and 20 in the book of Romans, Paul said, therefore by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified in his sight. Oh, listen, but thank God we don't live under the law today, Jason. We live under the grace plan of God this evening. But the law says if you sin, if you make one simple sin, if you commit one sin, you're done. But thank God for grace. Oh, listen, friend. Friends, there is no life in this world. There is no life in the bottle. There is no life in the needle. There is no life in immoral living. Uh, The life, the Bible says, uh, in 1 and 4, the book of John, uh, he said, in him is life, uh, and the life is the light of man. Thank God. Uh, In 3 and 16, he said, for God so loved the world uh, uh, that he gave his only begotten son, uh, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, uh, uh, but have what, preacher? Uh, Have life just for a little while. Uh, Is that what it's said. Well, listen, have life for a hundred years. Is that what it said? Well, listen, my Bible tells me, boys, that you've got life for how long? Last time I checked, everlasting means everlasting. means there's no end to it, Jason. Oh, I'd love to get on that, Kevin, but oh, I've made so many people mad already over that. Oh, listen, but he said everlasting life. Listen to what he said in 3 and 36 of the book of John. Listen, he said, and he that believeth on the Son, listen, hath ever, there it is again, everlasting life. And he that believeth not, the Son shall not see life, but the wrath Wrath of God abideth on him. Amen. What he oh, listen. 
And 14 and 6, the book of John, I'll shut up with this. Jesus is in the upper room now for talking to the boys. Right before he would go to the Garden of Gethsemane, right before he'd be arrested and take before Pilate. He went out there around the table with them, Kevin, and he looked at them. Alyssa, he said, boys, I am the lie. I am the truth. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. Thomas said, Lord, how can we know the way? Thomas, have I been so long with you, buddy, that you don't realize this? Uh, uh, listen, Philip, have, not, have I not been so long with you that you don't realize this? Uh, uh, listen, friend, uh, you see what happens today uh, is people get all caught up uh, in the emotions of things uh, that they totally forget about the power of God. Uh, yeah. That's what's wrong with this world, with this church world today, yeah. Tyler. Uh, as this and as they uh, can see uh, how things go, uh, uh, listen, they believe uh, God with their mind, but their heart is far from Him. Listen, yeah. they have a form of godliness. Listen, they sing the right songs, Kevin. Listen, they preach the right, they use the right Bible. They may say the right words. They have a form of godliness, Glenn, but there's something missing. A form of godliness, but they are denying the power of God. That's right, brother. The philosophy of God. What does God think? about the wickedness of this world. God has given them two options. The same options He gives you and I. You can follow the we can follow this world and it will lead you straight to hell. You can turn from this world and be a separated creature, be a separated creation, and I will receive you, he says. Amen. The choice is yours, friend. The choice is yours. How do you stand? with God tonight, Brother Kevin.